Good morning. It is 841 and in studio sitting in that stressless today, it's Sheila Miller with Ben Police Department. Sheila, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Very nice to see you again today. Happy to be here. How are the roads out there this morning? They were slippery, so mm. hopefully all of our good drivers are taking it slow, giving themselves a little extra time. Uh, you know, give give some space between the car in front of you and the car behind you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to approach those roundabouts slowly and coming from the other direction. You know, if they're just going straight through, they're not slowing down a whole lot. So you got to make sure you're driving defensively, as they say. That's exactly right. Um, we had an interesting situation come up at Bend High recently where uh, it's not called lockdown. What's it called? Secure? This is a secure status. And that means uh, doors are locked, no one in, no one out. Okay. Uh, and students' routine was not disrupted during this? In theory. I mean, I think that oh, when sure. you find police officers in your parking lot, and then our officers did go through the school to ensure there was not a threat inside the school, that's pretty disruptive, whether we want it to be or not. So, How did this come about, first um, of all? So, so we received, uh, dispatch received a call around one fifteen on Thursday. Um, it was called into the non-emergency number. And it was a person who uh, was saying that he had um, weapons and he was in the parking lot of Bend High and he was going in. Um, And so, you know, our officers um, responded extremely quickly within two to three minutes. They were on scene at the school. We had a couple dozen officers, at least probably closer to three dozen. Um, And it also included people from OSP, Deschutes County Sheriff's Office, Redmond PD, Um, all responded. And because we um, didn't know where that threat was, um, we sent officers to clear the entire campus. Um, So outbuildings, fields, all, you know, football field, everything like that, but also went through the school to make sure that that person hadn't actually made it into the school. Um, Thankfully, it turned out that this threat was um, not real. Um, We had detectives and they worked with the FBI to determine um, that the call had actually originated from outside of the country. That is bizarre. You know, it's a bummer. Um, obviously, on the one hand, perhaps it makes people feel better knowing that this wasn't a real threat um, that someone decided not to follow through on. On the other hand, um, knowing that there are people out there who are um, interested in creating chaos like this is, is sad and it's, uh, it's frustrating. How on earth do you track down a phone call from out of the country? So um, technology has its benefits, right? And it also means that there are apps and websites um, where people can learn and uh, figure out how to um, basically spoof a phone number and make it seem like they're calling from somewhere in the U.S. um, or with a U.S. phone number. And so um, the FBI and our detectives use all kinds of uh, high-level investigative techniques that I don't know a lot about. And, um, and they were able to determine that it was not a local threat that was made. Is Ben PD still involved in the investigation, or has it all been turned over to the FBI? Yeah, Ben PD will continue to investigate. Um, I think we, we would love to be able to, to uh, hone in a little bit further on who that person might have been. Um, but we'll work with the feds um, as, they, as they need us and as we need them. The next time a call comes in like that, what do you do? Uh, we respond in the exact same way that we did, right? Our goal when a call like this comes in is to act quickly and neutralize the threat if there is one. Um, and that I hope the community sees, right? I hope that they see that when we get a call like this that's really scary and is an emergency, we're not going to wait to see if it's a real call. We're not going to 
you know, wait to see where the threat might be coming from. We're going to show up and we're going to do what it takes to end that threat. Um, and we'll do that with whatever force is necessary. Well, then BD has a real good record of rapid response time, and that's that's shown in this case, too. Yeah, I wish we didn't have to find out that, but it is reassuring, and I hope it's reassuring to the public to know that, you know, when calls like the Safeway shooting come in or a threat to bend high comes in, we're going to show up. Another topic on uh, discussion this morning, fentanyl, and we can't seem to get away from that ever-growing problem. You know, it seems like more and more from what I hear, um, fentanyl is is found in nearly every drug bust that our uh, Central Oregon Drug Enforcement team um, deals with. I, I know there was one over the weekend, um, I think down in Klamath County. Um, it's it's everywhere and it's really dangerous and um, it's, a, it's a scary one. So we do have some good news and some cute news, which is that um, our canine, Bonnie, who is a drug detection dog who works with um, a Bend PD detective, she was recently certified to locate fentanyl. So her little, her cute little nose can locate fentanyl um, and, uh, and keep people safe. And, and she, was, she was working on that, in fact, over the weekend. So, Well, Heather loves cute news. So, Well, she should check out pictures of Bonnie because Bonnie is about as cute as they get. <laughs> so dogs have to be certified for certain drugs and to be proficient, right? That's right. And so Bonnie was already certified in quite a variety of, of drugs. Um, and this fentanyl one is interesting because, as you know, fentanyl is extremely dangerous um, to come into contact with. And um, so the, the training that she did with her handler, um, the aides are safe, uh, the way that they train are safe. And then um, she and her handler, you know, out in the real world do still have to be very careful not to get too close to fentanyl. Um, and so they have to be really well trained and, and keep training to make sure that, that she doesn't find herself, you know, overdosing on fentanyl. Now, Narcan can be used on dogs, but Bonnie's really little. And so that would be pretty dangerous as well. Is fentanyl uh, cheap, easy to get? You know, it seems to be a, a lately drug of choice. Yeah, my understanding is that it's, uh, it's cheap. It provides an incredible high. Um, one of the challenges, I think, from what I've read about it is that um, the people who are creating these pills um, aren't pharmacists. And so one pill could have a deadly dose of fentanyl in it while another could have a very small dose in it. And so that's one of the dangers and something I think people are uh, wanting to spread to the public, which is one pill could kill you. Um, and another pill could have just a very small high, but um, you don't know. And so it's better just not to take anything that you don't know where it came from. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to check and see on uh, how things are going with the police department and that ongoing staffing issues. How are things settling in? You know, we're getting there, actually. Um, I, you know, 2020 was a difficult year. I think there was obviously a sent sentiment around law enforcement um, that may have prevented new people from applying. Um, and then it was also the pandemic. You know, you can't work from home when you're in law enforcement. Um, and, uh, and there were a lot of people because of a hiring boom that had taken place in the nineties, a lot of people were eligible to retire and chose to do that around that time. Um, and so I believe in 2021, we were down as many as 27 officers. Um, and so uh, we've done a ton of hiring over the past two years. We have a lot of, um, new officers on the street, but we also have a lot of lateral officers, people who've come with experience from other agencies to be in our department. Um, it takes a lot of time because A, we have really high standards. Um, we do really extensive background checks. Um, 
and B, um, it takes a long time to get an officer ready to be out on the road on their own. You know, if, if it's a new officer, they have to go to Academy. Academy is a four month long process. And, um, during COVID there were, um, there were not as many Academy classes. And so it's backed up, um, the Academy classes. So there's always a wait. We recently hired, um, or swore in three officers. One's a lateral to our new officers. Um, one of those new officers is going to Academy at the end of February. The other isn't going until April. Um, so, you know, even after they get back from Academy, then they have to be out on the street with us, um, with a training officer for quite a while. So it can take a long time, but we're getting there. Is cost of living an, uh, uh, a factor in this? I think it is. And housing, um, you know, we're lucky because a lot of people want to live in Bend. Um, but wanting to live in Bend and being able to live in Bend can be two different things. Um, you know, we're lucky we have um, a pretty good situation. The city of Bend values our department. And uh, they recently, I think last fall, did a new um, three-year contract. Um, and it's an attractive contract. But the result is, you know, still that it is expensive to live here. And so it does, I think it probably does scare some people off. We're in the middle of February. Uh, winter's not done with us yet, obviously, but things are picking up. Uh, no more shoulder seasons, really, so we're headed into some warmer weather activities. What are you looking forward to? Me, personally, I'm, I'm always a float gal. I like to go to the, uh, the concerts, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm just excited for there not to be snow on the ground, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, personally. <laughs> All right, Sheila Miller with Ben PD. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great to see you. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.